Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. My name is Mark Salem, and we're here for the next two hours, and I've got my wife sitting here next to me. Her job here is is just to filter out the truth. Isn't that right? Well, yeah. Aren't you supposed to filter out the truth? Okay. I don't do a very good job. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't know why your mic is not on, but but just stick with us here while we try to figure this out. Nevertheless, just sit right there. Don't go anywhere. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. If you have a question or a problem, that's the easiest way to get in. 602-508-0960. All righty. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Strictly Diesel Service and Repair. Nate is located up at I-17 at Pinnacle Peak. Nate deals with foreign and domestic light diesel trucks. Nate knows diesels as well as anybody I know that, that knows gas or knows alignments or knows transmissions. He's up there in the top when it comes to guys like that. So if you have a diesel problem that nobody else can fix... Or if you want the very best I know to look at it, then Strictly Diesel Service and Repair up in North Phoenix. It's worth the drive. Nate's a good guy. And um, there's a better, I'd say 99% of the time, he can fix what you've got. And finding it and fixing it, they go hand in hand. And I don't have a clue as to why your mic's not working because I've got your input all the way up. And for whatever reason. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. You got a lot to do. Uh, I'll, at the break, I'll see if I can figure out why why it is. Y- you know, there's lots of shops in town that are really good. Lots and lots and lots of shops. They know what they're doing. They can diagnose cars, but that process takes a pairing between the customer and the and the technician or the service writer. The customer has to come in and give us the symptoms. And under the very best of conditions, the customer can take someone for a ride and duplicate the conditions. That saves the customer guaranteed 50 to to $100 worth of diagnostic time. If you can take someone, now you can't take the technician for a 30-minute drive, but certainly if you can take the technician and be back in 15 or 20 minutes, that is valuable time for the customer. I know in my shop, it's going to be, there's going to be a uh, not a credit, but we're not going to bill for that time. It's just going to be, wow, you helped us determine the pull, determine the knock, determine the clunk, uh, the hesitation, the transmission holds second gear longer than the rest. All that kind of stuff is important. So we talk to the customer. Everybody should do that. And if your shop doesn't talk to you, then you should find another shop. So we have an interchange of what's it doing. Now, ladies, your husband's going to want you to go in and tell him what he thinks it is and my suggestion to you is let that go in one ear and out the other it's going to be really easy to pull that off because you do that anyway so just go in and tell him the symptoms my car won't start and they're going to ask you does it mean it won't crank over or it won't catch and the motor running you see the difference there the difference is is really simple to me but people will come in and say my car won't start, 
and the technician or the service writer say, okay, fine, but it won't start. Are we working on the starter to crank the engine over, or are we working on fuel and spark in order to get the engine to run? So if I could train everybody in the world to say, my car will crank over, but it won't run, or my car won't crank over, and all it does is click, 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 and I don't hear the when I hit the key to try to start the car. Communication is pretty important, and it, it, it's, it's really not the responsibility of you. It's the responsibility of the service rider to reach into your head and get all of this, of this information. So it's important that that happens. The problem with, with our industry is we get sometimes tied up in trying to look into the future. So a guy takes his car to a shop, and he has a coolant leak. And they think, he's told that they, they're pretty sure the coolant leak is coming from the head gaskets. So we have to take the top portion of the motor off. They say you have 200,000 miles on your car. And it's, it's probably better for you to just go ahead and put a $15,000 motor in the, in the truck. It's a diesel motor, by the way. So he's asking different questions. And he just gets an uncomfortable feeling because they're saying... You need head gaskets, and we're going to go in there, but the possibility exists that when we go in there, we're going to find a big mess, or we're going to find something that would suggest that it's better to replace the motor right now. So let us give you an, an estimate for the motor. So he does, does what I think everybody should do, and that's get a second opinion for, the, for two reasons. Get a second opinion with respect to the cause and repair, and then you'll get a second estimate as well. So those two things, and and obviously if shop number one and shop number two disagree about the diagnosis, then the estimates are going to be different as well. So that makes a, a big difference. So this guy goes in and he's told he needs a fourteen fifteen thousand dollar engine. That's a problem for him. He doesn't he doesn't like it. And actually, this truck had two hundred ninety seven thousand five hundred fifty one miles, so it was close to three hundred thousand. Uh, folks, I'm not patting anybody on the back. This is a story that has a good ending. So he goes and gets another estimate, and the other estimate is between 1000 and $1,500, and he's floored by that. He doesn't know why there's this huge discrepancy with the engine. Now, the head gasket job was a $4,000 job. Now, that's the high end of the spectrum. So I'm I'm pleased that the other shop said 4000 and they didn't say 2000 and I'll call you when it gets more than that, because that opens up a wide door. So 4000 is the top end. So he takes it to another shop, and they diagnose it as the oil cooler is leaking. A $600 oil cooler. A $601.43 oil cooler. So they diagnose it as the oil cooler is leaking coolant because we have oil and coolant in the same, the same room. And you see, we also have oil and coolant at the head gaskets. So it's kind of easy to determine why that happened the way it did. So the shop says, we're in for this. We we need to do that first. And we don't agree that the head gaskets are the problem because for this reason. If the head gaskets are a problem, when you shut the car off, the cooling system still has 10 pounds plus of pressure. If you have a, a head gasket that's been compromised, then the cooling system is going to force that water into the cylinder. And when it does that, when you start it back up, the motor's going to miss until we get the water out the tailpipe. 
So that's one of the classic examples of a blown head gasket is when I start it up, it runs really bad until a minute, two minutes, three minutes. And in addition to that, I'm adding coolant to it at least once every two weeks or once a week or every three days. So those two go hand in hand. So he's a little he's a little leery about this whole discrepancy. So he says to the shop, you know, what happens if you're wrong? And they said, well, we're not wrong because it's leaking coolant from the oil cooler. So we need to start there. But this is going to be somewhere in the vicinity of 1000 to $1,500. The cooler is 600 Then there's some ancillary parts in there like O-rings and gaskets and... Uh, a coolant pipe o-ring and a and a bunch of of coolant antifreeze so during this process and then they said at the end of the day the labor on this and I'm looking through the paperwork right now is three for about five hundred dollars so he says we've but we're gonna come in somewhere between a thousand fifteen hundred so the guy says fine so they go in and they replace the oil cooler and the whole bill turns out to be thirteen thirty one and as I already explained, there's a whole bunch of O-rings and gaskets, but the most important um, thing on this whole thing is the $601 for the engine oil cooler. Then on the replacement part, they're going to replace 337.50 on the oil cooler. But then they had to do a crossover, uh, and that's $125, which is a repair close to the oil cooler, but it was also leaking coolant, and the customer approved that. And then they have a flush and fill, pressure test, and drive, which means you flush the engine, you fill it with 50-50 coolant, and you go drive it to make doggone sure what you fixed is it. Now, in addition to all of that, the customer had them do the driver's door, a jar indicator is on, and then he wanted them to replace the driver's door hinge and the driver's door latch, and he wanted to replace the passenger door latch. So on top of all of that was another three or $400 worth of work to take the doors apart on this $300,000 Chevy pickup truck. It's a one-ton um, four-wheel drive, and it has a diesel in it. At the end of the day, his bill uh, on the oil cooler is $1,331, but he spends an additional $1,100 on a bunch of cosmetic stuff. So his ticket out the door at the end of the day was $2,701.77. The real issue here is, is he got two diagnoses and he got two estimates and all he had to do was look the second shop in the eye and say you need to make sure you're right because I'm not going to pay for guessing if we're guessing we're guessing with your money not mine I'm not giving you permission to guess on this repair that's what it really boils down to that's the conversation that you have to have and you have to look at them and, and it's a very valid question are you guessing on this repair or is this a firm diagnosis and and folks, that's going to catch a lot, a lot of guys with their pants down because they're they're not used to those kinds of questions. But the best car repair shops list that's on my website, MarkSalem.com, those guys know it. I know it. We all know it. So we're not we're not opposed to telling you. Yeah, this is a guess. I remember a shop that told me a story that somebody came into this car with a Jaguar, and the Jaguar had a vibration. And he told he spent 20 minutes of the shop's time telling him how many people he's taken this car to and what they said. So the shop the shop foreman got involved and he goes, "Sir, I don't care. It makes no difference what they did to your car. This is something I always say too. Uh, it it didn't fix it. So why are we going to rehash history when history was defective? So they take the car in. 
they fix the vibration. The guy comes in and he goes, I, you know, I'm uncomfortable because your repair is like less than $100. And the shop said, it's okay. And he says, well, he says, I, I, can I drive it first? And the shop says, sure. And he goes, well, I'm going to go to Tucson. Can I drive it to Tucson? The shop says, yeah, go ahead. So they said, when you, if, if you come back from Tucson into Phoenix, if you still have the vibration just past Warner Road, just drive past it and call us and say, you guys didn't fix it. So we, you don't have to pay for it. We're sure we fixed it. You demonstrated it to us. We know we fixed it. But if not, call us and pay us a courtesy. I'm not going to fix it because the vibration is still here and go by. So we expect in the next four or five hours he's going to call us or he's going to stop by. 30 minutes later, he calls and says, here's my credit card. I don't have the vibration anymore. So those are the kinds of things that you can use to improve the relationship between you and your shop. And, and more than anything, improve the verbiage and the discussion and the conversation between you and the shop. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We'll be back. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle, and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. Stop wondering how much replacement windows and doors will cost you. Call DreamStyle featuring Pella to schedule your free consultation, and we guarantee to provide you with an exact price quote valid for one year by tomorrow. This month only, buy one Pella window or door and get one 40% off. With 12 months, no money down, no payments, and no interest. Pella Windows Duracast material is the strongest, most durable material available for windows and doors. Visit DreamStyleWindows.com to schedule your free consultation. That's DreamStyleWindows.com. The skills you can develop as a soldier in the Army National Guard can give you an edge in the high-tech job market of tomorrow. The Guard offers career training to take advantage of your skills in science, technology, engineering, and math that can help give you a leg up to a high-paying and rewarding STEM profession. Get a head start on your career while earning money to pay for college. Log on to NationalGuard.com to learn about all of the STEM career opportunities in the Army National Guard. Sponsored by the Arizona Army National Guard. Aired by the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. Welcome back to The Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch-snuggling, ball-chasing, face-licking, tail-wagging, backyard-hanging, and, of course, companionship. And what breed would you say Satchmo is? I'd have to go with maybe a lavish terrier-hound chihuahua-looking kind of mix. Tremendous dog. Mm, I'd also like to point out Satchmo's coloring, a white, gray, brown, black brindle, simply marvelous. You know, it's such a treat to watch a dog like this. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive. And now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, oh, the happy dance, so common with this group. 
And finally, the loving face flick. It's great how he just gets in there and, well, licks. Fantastic. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. How do we get a diagnosis? What are the stages of the disease? When someone in your life has Alzheimer's, not a day goes by that you don't have questions. Do we need full-time care? Are there any new treatments? So many questions. Where do you start? How will I pay for this? Where can I get extra help? Alzheimer's.gov, a reliable resource for information about Alzheimer's and related dementias. What happens next? Where can I find answers? The answers start here. 20 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, you're welcome to join us, 602-508-0960. Real quick, let me tell you about one of the shops on my best car repair shop list. And, folks, I know all the owners of these shops. They have my cell phone. I have their cell phone. And we, we work together really well. Action Auto Repairs at I-17 in Deer Valley. I've known Tom since the early 80s. He opened up his own shop in 1983. He's been around a long time. He has ASE certified technicians. So if you're in the area of Deer Valley and I-17, he's on the northwest corner. He's been around a long time. And if you don't have a shop, may I suggest you stop by. Maybe make an oil change appointment and just see how you're treated, how you guys blend together. That's always a really good idea. So Action Auto Repair. Tom, good morning to you. How can I help you? Morning, Mark. Overheating problem. 1999 Nissan Quest, 240,000 miles, V6 engine. Uh, blew the coolant out at least three different times. Uh, start idles okay, so it doesn't show anything there. Where should I start? Well, you have to start with the pressure test. So we're going to take the radiator cap off the radiator. We're going to attach an adapter there, and then we have a hand pump. We're going to look at your radiator cap, and it's going to say 11, 12 pounds of pressure. We pump it up. There's a gauge on the pump. We pump it up to 11 or 12 pounds, and we start looking for the leak. Whether it's in the engine or whether it's external to the engine, it's not that hard to find. Now, it could also be the heater core behind the passenger dashboard, and if that's the case, then the mat will be wet on the passenger side. Let me ask you a question. When it overheats, you probably add water to it, yes? Yes, yeah, it's been filled up, so I know it's diluted. All right, how? that's fine. How long after that does it overheat? Well, it's it's overheated because it's blown all the cooling out, so I know, but it's filled I, it up. So I know, but I Monday morning at 8 o'clock, you topped off the cooling system. When are you going to yes. experience trouble? Tuesday morning? Wednesday morning? Yeah, probably Tuesday morning. Okay, all right. Why I'm asking you that is, and during that period of time, you specifically said it idles fine when I started up. Everything's okay. It doesn't run poorly. <clears throat> and your dipstick has probably got oil on it, not white foam on it. Yeah, so, be- oil. And be- Okay, because you can go two days, you got a leak. you got a leak. Somewhere you got a leak. And it's taken two days for it to get to a critical stage, and that's when you start bubbling up and all that other kind of stuff. This isn't a hard hard situation to diagnose. You okay. pressure test it and you walk away from it. You know, the technicians will go, you know, have a soda pop. They'll work on some other car. They'll come back. The pressure's going to go from 11 pounds to 4. Now they got to find the leak. Well, most of the time, you just look on the floor. And you can find the leak. You'll know, and you check the passenger side floorboard. At that particular point, then they 
they call you with an they get the parts and the labor all situated. They call you with an estimate, and that's when you say. But here's the deal: how many times has it overheated really, really bad, where there's steam everywhere and the the gauge is pegged? Uh, the kids usually drive it, so to my knowledge, it's only been a couple times. Knock on wood. Okay, and that's you need to knock on wood for that one. Um, it, if it's been severely overheated, we could have head gaskets now that were not, they were created by the overheat, but they weren't the original cause of the overheat. And with 240,000 miles with a V6, um, I, I, I would be hesitant to bid it, but I would imagine that you're going to easily be in the three to $5,000 range, and I am accounting for maybe a broken head. Um, certainly take the heads off, do the head gaskets, do the coolant, do the oil, um, new valve cover gaskets, uh, adjust the valves, do whatever we have to do to put it back together. Now, there is one other thing. Mark Salem has a secret potion. And we've used this for head gasket issues. And we have been successful 99 times out of 100. I've got a technician. I've got a technician who has a car now that he's 100,000 miles after we treated this car. Now, I'm not going to tell anybody else what we use because it took us 10 years to figure it out. But I think we charge... 125 to 175 we have to rinse out your cooling system we have to put the sealer in there we have to wave a dead chicken around our heads honk the horn three times there's a process and we do that and then we go drive the car and that circulates our chemical and frankly only one vehicle didn't take it and it was a little suzuki samurai and the head gasket leak was about the size of Canyon de Chez. It was huge. Okay. <laughs> so we pulled the head off and we go, wow. I mean, the fire ring on this little samurai, the fire ring was gone for two inches. Now, that's a huge leak. We ain't covering that. So, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I, I figured you out now. Go he, ahead. He should probably do the the uh, pressure test pressure test first to make sure it's not a huge leak because that stuff's not going right. to work if it's and, and the water pump usually leaks when it's running right so we don't see a lot of that mm-hmm. so when you shut it off sometimes it doesn't show but you're right the now what's a leak test for us uh 45 okay yeah. so I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna give you a range because it's not fair for us to hold every shop in town to 45 right. i'm gonna say between 50 and 80 dollars you're gonna spend money to have somebody pressure test it Okay. So, all right. That should be tax, license, you know, all that stuff. Certainly. You're not going to give me the name of the top secret potion, are you? No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not going to let you watch us put it in either. You know, you know, you have to understand something. It's something that's readily available, but here's the problem. There's 20 of them out there. So you can go put try them all. You, you can use the salt and pepper one. You can use the liquid this. Um, but... It's taken us 10 years, and we've tried, I mean, there might be A and B and C and D, and we've tried A on five or six cars, and we tried B on 20 cars. So we've just tried, but when we found this sealer, and it worked, and we kept using it and using it and using it, and we've never had anybody come back. Yeah. Except for the Suzuki, and it's at, admittedly, the Su- Suzuki never left the shop. Exactly. Because we could never, never get it airtight. And we didn't charge them for it, I don't think. The, well, we didn't. It, it we didn't, didn't work, yeah. <laughs> so the 125 or the 100 to 125, mm-hmm. um, we didn't charge them because it didn't work. Right. So what part of town do you live in? 
We're out in uh, Buckeye at Tar Kessel, the other end of the world. Yeah, yeah, you are. You are. Well, the only good news is is if, if you want to try it, like I said, and I also have rental cars for $30 a day. Now, it's not $30 plus $25 worth of taxes. This is $30 that includes everything and bring your driver's license and your insurance card. And that's something that we can accomplish in a day. Now, if it doesn't, if our reseal doesn't work, you don't pay nothing. You don't have to pay nothing. Except for the rental car. <laughs> okay? <laughs> okay. All right. We might have to just hook it out there to you guys. Okay. All right. I appreciate it. Okay. You bet. Steve, you're up next. What can I do for you, Steve? Good morning, Mark. Good morning. Um, on the subject of tire pressures, you know how you base it on the number on the door, mm-hmm. but then you like to go a little higher? I do. Okay. If I take my car to one of those free air checks, uh-huh. how can I phrase that to them to let them go above the the number on the door that's easy um on the side here's i'm talking as you steve on the side of the tire it says maximum inflation is 44 and i know the door says 38 but i want you to put it at 44 um that is the maximum inflation of a cold tire it says it right on there and that's what i want and uh, and then you can you know, you can fib. I have a buddy who's an engineer, a tire engineer, and he says this is something he wants me to try. Blah, blah, blah. Just, but in, now, you're not talking about somebody who's going to put nitrogen in your tires, right? Right. Just okay. just when you drive around, you see those, like, discount, we'll say free oil, free air check. Yeah. I, I don't know if discount will do it, but I think they will, and especially if the tire's cold. So we don't want to really mess with the air pressure on a hot tire, and if it was hot tire, I'd go to 40 because it'll grow. Uh-huh. So that's what I do. I only got 10 seconds. You stay on the line if you have any more questions. And everybody else, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Rain Tree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Rain Tree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Rain Tree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. You know you are generating traffic to your website, but are you capturing the leads that visit and then bounce? In fact, 98% of your website traffic leaves without taking action on the first visit. Those leads are expensive. Capture them with Salem Surround Live Chat. Salem Surround Live Chat is a real person who serves as the digital receptionist to your website. They greet your customers 24-7. Collect contact and other information, allowing you to follow up on every lead. And the best part? You only pay for the qualified leads. Plus, Salem Surround Live Chat can be HIPAA compliant. Add a level of professionalism and convenience to your site. And capture new leads with Salem Surround Live Chat. Let's start with a conversation. Click on surroundphoenix.com. Ask us how a digital receptionist, greeting visitors to your website, can capture those pricey leads just checking you out. Check us out at surroundphoenix.com.
Connecting you with new customers. SurroundPhoenix.com. I started my adventure as an aerospace medical technician. Flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. Satellite system operator. As a space systems operator. And I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration. We team. deliver the world's timeliest environmental intelligence data. Flying to Afghanistan, bringing wounded warriors back to Germany. We take care of injured personnel on a daily basis. And then flying them from Germany back to the States. As a member of the Thunderbirds, I get to be a part of a team that passes on the message of the United States Air Force Reserve to the U.S. and the world. It's a very exciting career. One of the greatest things about the Air Force Reserve is all the different opportunities. The training in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. The Air Force Reserve actually paid for my education, which allowed me to commission. It was definitely a bonus. Probably the most exciting thing I've done is support humanitarian relief operations in places like Haiti. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. Being able to travel. I enjoy the getaways that I get, and I enjoy the camaraderie and fellowship I share with all my unit mates. We're really close-knit. We're unique. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. Having a parent in prison can have an impact on a child's mental health, social behavior, and educational prospects. More children in the U.S. experience parental incarceration than those with juvenile diabetes or autism. In fact, studies show over 2 million children experience parental incarceration, many in minority homes, and many are also part of the foster care system. But the faith-based community is striving to help these children. Come to the National Children of Incarcerated Parents Conference, where professionals in social work, foster care, criminal justice, behavioral health, government agencies, and pastors will come together for the greater good of our children. The conference is April 14th to 17th at the Renaissance Downtown Hotel in Phoenix. Early bird registration is happening now. Visit childwellbeing.asu.edu. cip are you a nonprofit or member of the faith community who wants to share your message with over 500 attendees? Nonprofit tables are only $250. For details, go to childwellbeing.asu.edu slash sponsorship. That's the National Children of Incarcerated Parents Conference, April 14th to 17th. All about that demon, all the 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me, flying co-pilot and sometimes pilot is my wife, Renee. We've been married 472 years. And, uh, and we look pretty good for that, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> they can't see on the I video. know, I'm teasing. Anyway, 602-508-0960. Let me tell you real quick about an, the auto dynamic shop, auto repair shop. It's Sun City's largest and most trusted and been around a very long time. Chuck Knight, opened it in 1982. His son, Derek, now runs it. Derek, as our second generation in Moke's car repair, they're a little smarter than we. That applies to our kids as well. Derek's a fine guy. When you meet him, you'll understand why I suggest that if you live in Sun City, you go meet with him. He's got your best interest in front of his own. I promise you. Real quick, let me just answer the question that came over. Uh-huh. Why am I deviating from the sticker? Here's right. the reason. Remember when we used to ride our bikes to the gas station and the tires were flat? Yes. It took lots of effort. Once mm-hmm. we got the tires aired up, boom, it just ran different. Mm-hmm. You'll get better fuel economy. The tire will run cooler. Then a fully inflated tire has a much slimmer chance of having the steel wheel cut the tire. When you hit a pothole, if the tire is, let's say you're well underinflated, mm-hmm. the, 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 the tire will collapse at the pothole and the wheel will cut the sidewalls. So if you run a full infla- fully inflated tire, it runs cooler, better fuel economy. There might be a difference in ride, but as far as safety is concerned, there's no, no issue. Mike, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. Uh, we bought a uh, 2017 Ford Explorer for my wife last August, okay. uh, up to about 18,000 miles now. 
I understand that uh, this particular vehicle has an issue with the water pump, and uh, I guess you have to pull the motor to replace the water pump, so it's a fairly expensive repair. I know you're not a fan of extended warranties, but would this vehicle maybe be a candidate for something like that? Oh, boy, that's a tough question. I know. Tell me, Tell me what you... Well, we always say put money aside each month, what you'd pay for that um, extended, warranty. extended warranty, and just use it in case you need it at some point. But I don't know. Usually we're not a fan of those because there's so much that they don't cover when the people come in and they're so disappointed that they still have to pay this or the shop wants to send a you know used part or they want to... No, not the shop, the company. Or the, the company, company. The warranty company wants to send yeah. a used part to the shop. And it's just, it. they're disappointed when they find out what they'll pay. And they'll pay, you know, 35 an hour. And most of us are well above that. So Well, over 100. Right. It, it, and, right. And, and, and let me dovetail onto that. Mm-hmm. It's the most ridiculous thing in the whole wide world. We've bought one. And we had a water pump in our motorhome fail, and because we didn't have a coolant receipt of a flush we were supposed to have, they voided. They said no. Mm-hmm. We see that every single day. Then they want to pay with a credit card. Then they also want to negotiate the price of the part. Then they want to negotiate the price of the labor. And they don't cover sales tax, shop supplies, or environmental charges. They don't cover free, cover free on and coolant. So you've got all these dynamics. Now, as far as pulling the engine on your car... I can tell you it's an expensive repair. That might be an exaggeration because I haven't seen my guys pull an engine other than one we're replacing. Mm -hmm. Now, there are some tasks that the engine pulled is easier to do, but I could be mistaken. And I I also want to tell you, you're in the 80 to 100,000-mile range, maybe 125, before you're going to need a water pump anyway if our averages hold up. And so I'm with Renee. Not very often, but I'm with her on this. How much? <laughs> just call and ask what the what the payment is, and then just divide that by you know in the next three years or four years, and then you just put that money into an account. and And I I can tell you, those that have done it, they've won. And some of them say I I was covered up to a hundred thousand miles, and I still had all the money. Mm-hmm. I hadn't done anything. Now it won't cover maintenance either. A friend of right, mine, right. a judge, mm-hmm. just bought bought a fancy dancy car, and and this is what they did. They have a warranty like three years on the car, and so they they wanted to sell him another three years, and they had to he had to do it right then. Mm-hmm. So they're going to get to keep your money for three years before they have the risk of putting any money out. So he has my cell phone because he sentenced me to jail one time. And, and <laughs> I wish you wouldn't tell people that. <laughs> I'm laughing and so are you. And you can hear Mike laughing. <laughs> it's <okay>? embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> just calm your butt down over there, okay? Or I'll turn off your microphone. <laughs> and he calls me up and he tells me that. And I told him just exactly what I told you, except I used bad words. Mm-hmm. But you, you, you can't do that. You, you, it's so stupid to think you're going to give them three or four or five thousand dollars that you can't even touch for three years, and you don't know if your wife's going to divorce you and take the Explorer anyway. Oh my! I'm just saying that there are other things that happen yes. where he won't end up with the Explorer in the next few years. And I have a Ford Edge, and honestly, they somebody did a water pump on an Edge in the shop. And it was really expensive. I couldn't believe it myself. So it's probably similar to the Explorer. Okay, and probably so. Mm-hmm. Um, th- the problem with this whole concept, though, is is compared to what? 
I mean, a, a 283, a small block Chevy and an old Chevrolet, the water right. pump and the labor wasn't bad. We've got a lot of water pumps that are north of $1,000. Right now, yes. And that's wow. the part and all the ancillary parts. you got hoses and belts, and you have to take the oil filter off housing, and you got a new gasket for that, and you have to do an oil change now. So there's lots of ancillary stuff in there as well. But, yeah, we don't. I don't think I've seen a $200 water pump in 10 years. Mm -hmm. So, But anyway, I'll tell you what you can do. You can call my guys and ask for one of the service riders and say, I have Mark's permission, and would you bid the water pump for me? Oh, And just tell them you got a 17 and tell them what motor you got. And that will give you the help you need. Mm -hmm. But the water pump's still 80 to 120,000 miles. So, you know, anyway, that's it. Mike, thank you very much. That was a great question. You bet. You bet. And we're going to take a break. But Bob and Leonard, please stay there because I'm going to get to you. And the next break is 20 minutes long. We'll be back in a minute. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive. And his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. We're here at CreditRepair.com, the most recognized name in the industry when it comes to resolving credit report issues and getting that credit score up. With me, i got Aaron. Aaron, what happens when people call CreditRepair.com? A lot. Just one call gets any listener a free credit score, free credit report, and a free personalized credit evaluation right over the phone. In just a few minutes, you'll know exactly what's hurting your credit and get a personalized game plan to help restore it. And that can make a huge difference when it comes to getting those things that we want, like a new car, a new house or even a brand new job. Absolutely. Your credit score is one of the first things lenders look at and our proven process can help remove those unfair or inaccurate items like late payments and collections from your credit report. In fact, on average, people who have used our service have seen significant improvement in their credit scores month after month. What are you waiting for? Call creditrepair.com today. Call 800-851-5318. That's 800-851-5318. 800-851-5318. Hey, everyone. You know, let's all stop what we're doing right now and take a moment. That felt good, huh? Just like that, we had a nice, special sort of moment together. Of course, they don't all need to be quiet moments to be special. They could be loud moments, goofy moments, sporty moments, dorky moments. Moments where we talk or walk or just hang out doesn't really matter they all count because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids well it's pretty momentous (laughs) sounds like somebody agrees so let's take a moment to make a moment today call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov brought to you by the u.s department of health and human services and the ad council 
Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. How do I choose a book? Sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual. If a book's really impressing me and the writing is really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is. Because the endings of books should rock you. I am a book person. And if you're a book person, too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress, and the Ad Council. 1044 in the morning. My name is Mark Salem, and real quick, let me tell you about Thompson's Auto Repair. Brian and Thelma own Thompson's Auto Repair. Both of their families have been in the auto repair business since the 60s. Both of their families. So Brian and Thelma are a perfect marriage because both of them have tremendous background in car repair. It's the only shop in Mesa. They're on Main Street just east of Stapley, and all you have to do is meet Brian or Thelma, and you'll know why I think they're such great people. All righty, we're going to go to the phones. Bob, you're you're first. How can I help you? Mark. Yes, sir. Um, This pertains to Nissan, mostly at Altima's. I'm in the business. I, I buy a lot of them. Okay. Uh, is the CVT transmissions in the Nissan as bad as I think it is? Everybody hates the CVT, and it's because of this. When it fails, it's a lot of money. And when it fails, you're only going to get one from the dealer. So everybody has this, their panties wadded up over this CVT, but in reality, it gets better fuel economy, and they're approaching 100,000, 150,000 miles worth of life. And we are starting to see some major national rebuilders offer those for sale at substantially less money. The labor's the same. It's just the doggone CVT's kind of so new, and Nissan's not like Honda's and blah, blah, blah. But if, if, if my wife wanted a CVT, I, I, would, I would say that's fine. We wouldn't get an extended warranty for it because I know a guy that owns a great shop. But, but the idea is... People complain because it's a price, so they, they condemn the transmission. And no matter where you go on many of these, you have to buy it from the dealer because they're the only ones that got a rebuilt unit or a new unit. If they don't have a rebuilt or they say they don't have a rebuilt, then you have to buy a new one, and then you're going to get into some big dollars. But as far as it being any more dependable than the rest, no, it's going to fail slightly before a normal transmission. Yeah, I just uh, – and I talked to Nissan. I said, why – when there's such a big percentage of these things going bad, between seventy and eighty thousand miles, sometimes, why wouldn't why wouldn't they do a recall on something like that? When well, the, it's not a safety issue. That's that's what recalls are all about: is safety issues. Right. And I want to tell you something. If I had an hour of your time, and if I could talk on the radio for an hour, and I could do it for two, I could give you example after example after example of everybody else having the same problem. There's been all kinds of crappy parts that have been put on new cars that the manufacturers have to backpedal on. So the CVT, and then the CVTs are different transmissions, and some people are not going to understand that they don't shift, and some people may drive them a little different. So the answer to your question is, is if you called me and said, should I buy, buy a Nissan with a CVT, I would say to you, yeah, I don't think that's that's the only reason you shouldn't, okay? But when they but when they go bad, you're you're... You have to just replace it somehow. Yeah, yeah. There's nobody there's that's no, going to fix there's it. There's no fix. But no. I want to tell you, all of the rest of them are that way. We're not going to go in there and fix it. Now, I have a rebuilder on the domestic side that I'll take the transmission out and send to him. He'll rebuild it and give it back to me. Uh, I can yeah. do that. 
he can probably do a CVT, but we haven't offered one to him. But in the case of most of the rest of them, you're going to put a new unit or used or not a, a new unit or a rebuilt unit back in it. So you're still in the same boat. Got to run, Bob. Thank you very much, Leonard. You're up next. Hi. Thank Hi. you for having me. You bet. Um, my problem is with a 2013 Toyota Tundra with a 4.6 liter engine. Um, I recently took it in for its hundred thousand mile um, uh, thing, you know, mm-hmm. and and I had the fuel injector blown out and the plugs done, the radiator flush, transmission flush, rear end done. Um, but when I got it back, about a week later, you know, I had emptied my tank and then I refilled it and I um, I tried to check, you know, how much my uh, gas mileage had gone up. It actually went down. I was getting 16 miles to the gallon and now I'm, well, then I was barely getting over 14. Okay. Then, about a, a few days or a week after that, I um, I got a service engine light come on, and it was a uh, ended up the code was a P106B, which is an emissions thing. So I took it back to the same guy, and he said that it was um, some kind of a valve in a in a pump for Earth my valve? emissions. Yeah, something like that. Okay, and. Well, he replaced it, and then about two or three days later, the light came back on. But this time, it was with different codes. Okay. And I'm wondering if maybe they did something wrong when they blew out my injectors or something, or well, is that hundred thousand mile thing? Could that be was, possible? Okay. Was this a chain store, an independent shop, or a dealer? An independent shop. Okay. An independent shop did your hundred k service. Right. Okay. Um, I want to tell you something. You're never going to find anybody I know or like, and you're never going to find in my shop that we sell anything like that at all. That you can't imagine this flushing of the injectors, flushing of the intake, flushing your wallet. That's what I call it, flushing your wallet. Now, sometimes if you have a bad injector, it's a good idea to flush it to see if you can fix it. The customer needs to know that. You're going to spend $80, $90 to try to fix it, and there's a 50-50 chance it'll clean up and 50-50 chance it won't. It, the, the, this idea of flushing your injectors at 100 or 150 or 50, it just boggles my mind because there's nothing in your owner's manual that says you should do that. It's highly profitable for the shop. And there's so many companies out there that want to sell us the chemicals and we'll put you on our website and we'll tell everybody you're a great shop. Never mind, you got a terrible reputation at the Better Business Bureau. We're going to tell everybody that if they want ABC, and we and they have these national oh boy am I wadded up about this the the answer to your question is nobody's going to know what's the matter till you get it fixed no one's going to know so it's you got to track this down and somebody's got to fix it and then we'll know so my oh. advice to you is give him one more shot at this did you have to pay for the first check engine light stuff yeah yeah okay. i paid 630 dollars to have We're, that valve replaced did you ask for the old valve back uh, I didn't know. Shame, shame on you. <laughs> you just scared the dogs. I know. You, <laughs> you, you always ask for your old parts back because the guy fits, fixes the second code, and he says it was never this, and you say put it back on, and then if the the, the A code goes yeah. away and oh, the B code out. goes, yeah, 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 yeah. So you want your Hello? old parts back. So anyway, I got to run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We lost him again. Hello, I, I can't there hear you. There you go. There you go. 
Um, you, you just, you just, I think you either go back to him and give him another shot and tell him that uh, I want to test drive this for a while afterwards, or you go to someone else. You only have those two choices. But trying to figure out what it is from on a radio show is not going to work because I need, I would need to do a diagnostic procedure to find out. So I can tell you this much, just because it says it's a purge valve doesn't mean it's a purge valve. Just because it says it's an injector doesn't mean it's an injector. Um, the code tells you what state the problem is in, Ohio, and you've got to find the city, Cleveland, and then you've got to find the street and the house number. And that's what the diagnostic process is all about. We don't fix cars with codes by just replacing the code. We don't do that. Anyway, got to run, Leonard. Thank you very much. Great question. Brad, you're up next. How can I help you? Hi, good morning. Happy Saturday. Yeah, happy Saturday to you. I'm alive and I'm not in any trouble with anybody that I'm Me worried either. about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I got a, a 91 Crown Vic, 58,000 miles on it. I picked it up for 1000 bucks, and it's my Saturday cruiser. Um, runs great. Everything works. Um, but at, uh, at about 35 to 45... I get a little bit of a shudder. It almost feels like the transmission uh, going in and out or um, some type of a miss, but it runs smooth. You just give it a little bit more gas, and it just it's fine. Okay. Um, uh, two things. Um, yeah. It's sparker fuel, and, and so this is what I want you to do. I want you to manually shift the transmission. So you're going to pull it below at a traffic light, and you're going to shift it yourself. The question then becomes, is it still there? And I want you to take it to a normal shift pattern, because you're used to that. So drive normal shift pattern, or before you do it, just figure out what miles an hour it shifts from first to second, second to third, so forth. And then when you manually shift it, do the same thing. The question is, is is it still there? So I'm just eliminating the transmission by this. Gotcha. So, yeah. And then I want to know, if you start off in drive and not overdrive, I want you to start off in drive, does it do it then? And then I want you okay, to back up good. to third gear and let it shift automatically, and does it do it there? You need a little bit more diagnosis, and and you're going to save yourself a lot of money if you just go through those gyrations I just, I just named. Perfect. Okay. Awesome. All right. I'll give it a try and call you next week. That'd be fine. That'd be fine. And he's going right. to call back and tell me I'm right. Oh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I'm. I'm. People don't understand that there's a lot of times I get really close. You do. I and, know you get a lot of email that says, hey, you nailed it or whatever. But, but it's only as good as the person I'm talking to. That's right. You know, if I got some guy with greasy fingernails that's an accountant or worse yet a lawyer and he he's a pretend auto mechanic then he wants to tell me what to do and and under those circumstances in 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 the the front counter vernacular okay Okay. we're up at the front counter as soon as they start telling me what to do Mm -hmm. and as soon as they start telling me about youtube and as soon as they start telling me about my brother who lives in cleveland told me to do this you get really happy don't you i'd get happy but here's (laughs) what i do um I clearly, this is not something I want a part of. Sure. So normally we quote 75 to 125 for most diagnostic process. Mm -hmm. I'm going to hit him between the eyes with a $350 one. He's going to go away, and he's going to tell everybody I'm really expensive. (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) But the idea is, is 
it's just a bad conversation. It's right. a bad way to start off a relationship. You don't go to your doctor and tell him that your brother's a proctologist and has you know told somebody that you have an ear infection. You know what I mean? Come on up. Vic, you know, he's laughing in our ears. <laughs> I'm giving you the bad face. <laughs> I know you are. I know. There are good examples. They're extreme, but they're good examples. Okay. Whatever you say. Oh, gosh. You know, sometimes I regret when you say I want to do radio with me. You know, sometimes I regret that. All right. <laughs> Have I ever said that? <laughs> yeah. 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 Larry Harker's Automotors at 38th Avenue in Indian School. He's been open since 1967. Bob and Ellen run Larry Harker's Auto. If I said this, I said it a thousand times. Bob is one of the best diagnosticians that I've ever met in my life. He's one of those guys that if you do it in a nice way and go to your extremes to discuss the symptoms, it's like waving a red flag in front of a bull. And and he'll usually take it on, as long as you don't tell him about YouTube and your brother in Cleveland, he'll take it on and he'll give you a, a spread and he may have to call you and get more money, but he usually doesn't. And he can fix it. I've seen him pull a rabbit out of his hat that three other shops that I respect tried to. So I've seen him just do magic. Now, he, he is there's three or four of us out there <laughs> that are as good as him, mm-hmm. but he is great. Yeah. And Ellen runs the front counter, and as far as Bob's concerned, he runs the shop. That's right. So you'll get to talk to him if you can get past Ellen. <laughs> but she'll she'll call Bob to the front. That's Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue and Indian School. All righty, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open, so if you call now, you can get on, 602-508-0960. Last week, I wasn't paying attention, and I gave the wrong phone number a couple times, and nobody said a word. Serious? Yeah, I was doing the editing of the show later, Yes. and, and I don't know what happened, but Gil must have been asleep. I do. He's snoring He's, on us. Yeah. And Gil's the one that runs the show. Gil's the one that makes sure that I hit all my marks. Folks, you have to understand that when Gil says that he wants me out at 17, 17 minutes after the hour, he doesn't want it 17.30. He doesn't want 16.10. He wants 17. And then there's 30, and then there's 40, and then 58.50 is the top of the hour, and that's kind of where I'm working at right now. Mm-hmm. It's 5808 and so I have to talk all the way to 5850, which is another 40 seconds. And you have no problem I'd with like that. to talk about the, your credit card balances. Can we talk about that for just a minute? Mine? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it didn't work out really good. Gil, um, has your wife been mad at you any time <laughs> in the last week or so? Gil's on the phone. I yeah, was on the phone, but what would you say? Gil, has your wife been mad at you in the last uh, day or so? Oh, yeah. Okay, when, on the other side of the break, I want to, you to tell me why your wife's mad at you. And uh, everybody knows that my wife's mad at me. So, 48, 49, 50, we'll see you.